just a, a couple of, of notes to start. Uh, I really appreciated David's presentation um, on the Greenbelt Act. A, a lot of the language in, in a, or in plan, a lot of the language in those kinds of documents can seem foreign to many of us. It was one of the uh, the most concise and best uh, explanations of that of that plan that I've experienced in a while. And I remember thinking that it's a good thing that we're not trying to explain Oak Ridge's Moraine plan to you. The, when I, I was at the region when that plan came out, it, it, t it takes well, but I, I, I developed what I thought was explained as the game theory of planning, the Oak Ridge's Moraine plan, and that is if you uh, went into a shop and bought a, uh, a, a risk game or a Scrabble or a, a Clue, for instance, say you bought three or four of those types of games, you brought them home, you took off the plastic wrapping, you opened them up, you took out the instructions, you cut the instructions up sentence by sentence, you put them in a box. They're in there. <laughs> you know? What to do is find them one at a time, paste them together. That's Bridges Marine Plan. The other, I, and I, the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, got in a little late, and uh, just about the time we were talking about specialty foods, and, and what came immediately to my mind was my brother. My brother, uh, one of my brothers, runs an ice cream plant, owns an ice cream plant, and um, the niche that they've discovered is the specialty ice cream market, um, ketchup ice cream, um, wasabi ice cream, cream corn ice cream, um, sweet potato and yam ice cream. And, and they're, they're, they're doing quite well at that. And the exquisite ice cream is the, is the wasabi, a very hot horseradish, but it's a wonderful, wonderful dish. I did not bring his cards, no. <laughs> Uh, now, with that, uh, I'm a general manager of uh, development and legal services for the town of East Quillenbury, and a lot of what I will show you, David has run through, um, and I'll go through that as quickly, obviously, as I possibly can, and I'll try to show you some of the implications in a municipality like East Quillenbury. Uh, now, I'm going to have to do some climbing back and forth to show you where we are. Uh, East Quillenbury is... In the, in the GTA and in the Greenbelt Plan, this strip right here. David explained to you exactly what this uh, map means. You'll notice that uh, a lot of East Gwillenbury is green. We'll be sh uh, showing you maps later. And a chunk of it here is um, designated uh, not green. That is, it's uh, there, ultimately, uh, developable land. Again, East Gwillenbury, I'll be climbing back up. Uh, this is sort of the, the, the western edge of East Gwillimbury. This is the growth area, and uh, with respect to the specialty crop areas, here we have the, uh, the, the part of um, the uh, uh, marsh that, that, that's in East Gwillimbury. Sorry? No, I, I, I don't mind the exercise. Um, actually, why don't we do that for these slides, and then this, uh, the exercise might be bothering... Again, uh, this is York Region's map, uh, and again, just to illustrate, the, the southern edge of the, uh, of the Oak Ridges Moraine and the Greenbelt, uh, Vaughan, Richmond Hill, Markham, these white areas are not designated for development yet, but ultimately uh, could be developed. And again, e the East Willenbury area from, from Durham over to the marsh, and uh, this part green, the, uh, the growth area in the, in the south, uh, southwest uh, corner. Okay, next one. 
uh, approximately 70, uh, no, again, East Gwillenbury, right now about 23,000 people. And um, in that area that I was showing you that's not Greenbelt, uh, uh, there, there's room for ultimately about 150,000 people. So at 23,000 people, uh, we, don't, we don't see people like David Tang very often. But I'm anticipating that uh, between now and 150,000 people, I'll be seeing David quite a bit. Looking forward to it. Approximately 75% of the town is in the green belt. The remainder of the town is growth area. And the communities in the town right now that, that will be, the growth will be centered around are Sharon, which is now about 6,000 people. Queensville, which at this point I understand has about 750 people and will grow to a little over 30,000 people. Uh, they'll notice the change. And, uh, and, and Holland Landing, again, about 9,000 9, people. I think, I think, what's the next slide? And we'll see. Oh, I'll climb down now. Uh, recreation in East Willembury. Uh There are, I asked this before I came. I had to ask the people in the planning department. There are four campgrounds in East Willembury right now, all of which were approved before any of the planners that are currently on staff arrived. Uh, the establishment of a new campground in East Gwillimbury would require an official plan amendment, a zoning bylaw amendment, site plan approval. And, and, and in case you're interested, uh, the municipal fee, the fees to the municipality, just the, the application fees themselves would be um, probably in the na neighborhood of about $20,000. So your consulting fees, legal fees and whatnot would be over and above that. But we'd be looking forward to your business. Uh, new campgrounds or modifications require this, uh, these types of uh, uh, studies. This is from East Gwillimbury's current official plan. You'll notice that a lot of the language is a bit like what's in the, the existing Greenbelt plan. So uh, uh, must minif minimize potential detrimental effects on surrounding existing land uses. Uh, development should, this, this is the actual quote, development should therefore be designed to minimize audio and visual nuisances and hazards, ensure the scale building materials and signage are compatible with adjacent uses, ensure rooftop equipment, waste management facilities and loading areas are screened from view from roads and adjacent residential uses and permit access only to the collector or artillery roads and discourage access from provincial highways and local roads. Um, like from the same OP, applications for new recreation area designations would be required. Now, a des by a designation, that would be uh, a designation in the official plan. Retain the rural character of the landscape, minimize disturbance to the natural environment, comply with zoning requirements as established by the town, an environmental management plan, engineering report, traffic study, financial impact assessment to make sure that there's not a burden ultimately imposed upon the town, the existing taxpayers of the town, and a site plan prepared by qualified individuals. We, uh, we did receive a plan a year and a half ago that was pencil on Bristol board. They're very hard to process. Uh, context of growth again. Um, I'll, I'll climb back up. So on the, on the far uh, eastern edge of, of uh, East Gwillimbury is the community of Mount Albert. Right now about 4,000 people growing to just over, say around 7,000 people. Here's the Queensville area. The 750 people are, are concentrated in this area right now. This will ultimately be about 30,000 people. Holland Landing, River Drive Park, Sharon. New Market is down here. Uh, Young Street runs up this way over, over, over towards Bradford. The marsh is over here. Highway 404 is going up on the sort of on the, through the western third of the municipality. It is under construction right now from Green Lane at the northeast uh, corner of New Market 
to Queensville Side Road. And uh, the province tells us, even as, as recently as this morning, that that road will be in place by the year 2012. So a lot of our planning is based on that. This is what the greenbelt looks like when you overlay it. So um, there's your current um, sort of land use designations. You overlay the greenbelt. That's what the greenbelt looks like in East Gwillimbury. And what's significant here, David was telling you about... Um, the, uh, what the Greenbelt says about what areas in the, in the uh, protected countryside in the Greenbelt can be developed for campground uses. On this map, the white is uh, designated agriculture in East Gwillimbury. This uh, buff color is designated rural in East Gwillimbury. The, the, uh, uh, the essential foundation for the agricultural designation in East Gwillimbury is that it's class one to four farmland. Uh, and uh, so that's ultimately um, the most successfully uh, farmed part of the part of the municipality. The areas that are the the flesh color or the buff color have a lower land land use classification. I'm I'm I understand that the greenbelt plan. I don't know if it's a plan or the uh, EPS refers to uh, levels uh, one to three in, ter in terms of land use classification. So even even. Uh, um, uh, higher standard with respect to agricultural productivity, but uh, if you were trying to uh, create a campground in East Gwillimbury, you'd have to stay out of the white. You'd be looking for the uh, for the buff. And there it is. There's the green belt overlay. Right, there we are. Um, the, this fellow in the middle is the Oak Ridges Moraine. That the, the uh, we call him Egorm with the ears, and the uh, and the snout to him. Uh, this is sort of this. This map is just to indicate to you the current status of what we think the future planning might be for East Gwillimbury. So this remains green. This is your growth area. Um, this is where I mean the, the growth in here will be probably maybe 120,000, 130,000 people. So there'll be more people in here now in that area than than are currently in the town of Newmarket, and yet it's about the same size as Newmarket. One of the interesting things about planning in Ontario, uh, new planning, is um, notwithstanding that the Planning Act says that 5% of your land is to be dedicated for park uses or thereabouts, ultimately in Greenfield, um, at least 30% ends up being green uh, uh, for buffer protection, for natural heritage features, and so on. Again, recreation in the Greenbelt. David took you through this. I don't... I think you did. I don't think we need to go through this much, but it's this is sort of where the, the what what the green belt would say about um, what what East Gwillimbury would have to look at should an application be made because we have to make a decision based on and in conformity with that green belt plan. Our conformity exercise to the green belt plan will be uh, presented to council uh, that and the growth plan in June, so next month. Uh, Non-agricultural land uses are not permitted in the specialty crop area that we spoke about, and then, as I was saying earlier, within the prime agricultural areas in the protected countryside. Uh, they must demonstrate the type of use is appropriate, so we're repeating here for you. Appropriate for the rural area, water and sewer servicing proposed is appropriate. There are no negative impacts on key natural heritage. Uh, David took you through that, and there are no negative impacts on bio biodiversity or connectivity. So obviously you need assistance in how to determine what that is. Um, recreational users may not have residential dwelling units other than for employees, and East Gwillimbury does permit that. It does permit residential for employees uh, on the site. 
Small-scale structures for recreational uses are permitted within Kenya, so long as there's no negative impact on those features. Now, now, you might wonder, what is a key natural heritage feature? This map won't be very clear from where you are, but they are mapped. And uh, so because of the, the, uh, the difficulty to actually see the detail of the map, you'll see that we've got, we've actually mapped where the woodlands are, where the wetlands are. So if somebody came in, um, a map at this scale generally just gives you an idea, okay, there's a feature there. You actually have to have your, somebody on the ground looking at it uh, verifying that it's a viable feature and uh, and then what the bounds of that feature are and then complying with the regulations with respect to protection of that feature, the buffer around the feature and so on. Uh, just a couple of stories about Greenbelt in East Gwillimbury. Um, I'll start at the bottom. Wind farms, uh, again when I was at the region uh, there were proposals for uh, uh, for wind farms on the uh, on the Oak Ridges Moraine when you read the plan itself, it did not permit gener power, uh, generation, generation facilities. But um, a lot of people thought wind, wind generation was green, and Milk Ridges Moraine was green, so the two green things ought to go together and make even a stronger green. Um, they, they actually got in touch with the provincial planners, and the pr provincial planners had the same opinion that wind farms ought to be permitted on the Oak Ridges Moraine. Um, one of the municipalities got a legal opinion that no, that's not what the act says, or that the plan says wind farms are not permitted on the moraine. The, it, the moraine plan predated the Greenbelt uh, plan. The Greenbelt plan does permit generation uh, within the Greenbelt, not on the moraine because it's subject to the moraine plan, but in the Greenbelt itself you can have power generation. And so um, you, some of you will have heard of this uh, peaker plant in northern, northern York region. It's basically a, 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 a huge backyard generator. Uh, to provide power for Northern York Region in, in uh, peak peak periods, usually the summer afternoons um, where you need a lot of air conditioning. And uh, there are plants about 350 megawatts. Uh, and uh, in East Gwillimbury, there was one located that would have gone on, the, on, the, on a, a site that is in the Greenbelt, and it would have been permitted by the Greenbelt plan. The Jamboree story... Um, uh, we, there has been a proposal uh, in, in East Gwillimbury, an ener energetic individual who's had a lifelong dream to, to uh, uh, develop a jamboree on his land. Again, um, because, he's, because he's on the green belt, it's simply not a use that's permitted. Uh, the energy in the individual w uh, denies that, and uh, so he's continuing to push ahead with his plans as it is, and you end up in a situation like that in quite a conflict between the municipality through its, the, the municipal council saying, no, that is not to occur, and the individual who, who just won't take no for an answer. As the, as the lawyer for the municipality, I find it, at least it's an interesting way to spend the day. Uh, creation of lots. There was this question, uh, David had asked me this uh, on the phone. Uh, in, in what ways is uh, the, the, the plan in East Gwillimbury more restrictive than the, than the Greenbelt plan? The Greenbelt plan says, this is the, you can't do, uh, you, you have to at least do what we do, but you are, you, you are permitted in most situations, no, but you are permitted to be more restrictive. So I looked around and I, the, um, usually you, when you're doing a, a conformity exercise, you are doing what the plan says, but in East Gwillimbury, what I discovered was with respect to creation of lots, that wouldn't necessarily apply directly to campgrounds, although it might ultimately. Before the Greenpelt plan came in, 
uh, East Willenbury permitted um, uh, severances on 50-acre lots. If you have a 50-acre lot in the rural area, uh, the non-urban area, you could uh, you could sever it. You could create uh, one lot out of that 50-acre lot. Uh, under the Greenbelt Plan, uh, that's now it, 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 you have to have at least 100 acres. The Greenbelt Plan allows for a second dwelling on a property for farm help, that, and that 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 dwelling ultimately can be severed. In East Gwillenberry, we don't permit the severance, so we do permit a second dwelling uh, for farm assistance. But it stays, it stays on that lot. It cannot be severed. I had a bit of a debate with the planners uh, with respect to conformity with the plan and, and what a minimum standard would be. Because the, the, in, in, under the Greenbelt plan, as I understand it, the, the second dwelling uh, has to be mobile, which doesn't make sense to me, not if you can sever it. Whereas in East Gwillimbury, the second dwelling uh, must be a permanent building. Uh, if you're confused by that, then join the club. That's all I have to say at this point.